Live from WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a bi-weekly news feature show produced by students at Michigan State University, showcasing our own student stories. Hello and welcome to The Undercurrent. You are listening to Season 14, Episode 3, and I am your host, Claire Baccarella. Today's guest is a Michigan State University junior studying advertising management. She has turned her passion for art into her own business. Everyone, please welcome Presley Bergmoser. Hi, Presley. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Claire. Thanks for having me. So first of all, I understand that you're a self-taught artist. Can you please tell us about how you got started with art? Absolutely. It was definitely something that just came pretty naturally to me. Um, I got paints, actually. So I started, I'm sure you remember, like, duct tape art where yes. people yeah <laughs> where people used to make like like pl- like flower pens and wallets so I was definitely into that um and then I graduated kind of to like polymer clay so I would make like quarter size charms and I would sell them on the street fair like at our local like jazz festival I had my own booth and I would make like three hundred dollars in those couple of days and I was like I'm rich. Like, this is definitely for me. (laughs) That was, like, where I started with all of that. But then I got, like, more into it. And I just, like, loved watching YouTube videos. I was obsessed with watching YouTube videos of people making those things. But I didn't feel like I was, like, an artist unless I painted. So I asked for a set of paints for Christmas uh, when I was in, like, eighth grade or something and started painting and since then have like not put them down. I it literally just came from like me wanting to learn about it. So I would just mess around um with like the paint set that I had and I would look on YouTube and then I took uh like an intro level class in high school and literally it literally just came from wanting like I really enjoyed doing painting. So tell us about your business, Presley Made It, and how that got started. So Presley Made It actually kind of got, she was birthed during quarantine. Um, I started right before quarantine happened. I was a senior, I was going into my senior year, and I was trying to think of a way that I could start monetizing off of this because I had had people start to tell me that they liked my art And I had friends who were, oh, I'm sorry, it was my junior year because I had friends who were graduating who were seniors. And I was like, how can I start to make money off of this? And I thought of the people that I knew and I thought of the idea of tailgate shorts. So it would be jean shorts and I would paint on the butt pockets. And just because I know how big of a thing, I mean, as a high school girl, I know how much like people, how much time and effort people put into their tailgating outfits. So I was like, people would love that. And I had a couple of people actually, like, I kind of put the idea out on social media. And I had a couple of people reach back out and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I would totally wear those. So I started doing them for people in my hometown. And I actually ended up making an Instagram for it. Everyone was like, where can I find your, uh, or even my friends and family, like, well, where can I find your art? And I would always pull up like the same couple of pictures on my camera roll. So I was like, I just need to make an Instagram for it and have them all in one place. It'll make it easier for me. And maybe I can start to gain a couple followers. So I made Presley Made It and I quickly transformed from tailgate shorts into doing jean jackets. And then people started to ask me for pictures like portraits. And then I graduated into portraits and then did pet portraits. And then I was doing digital 
And then I did murals and it's all kind of, it's definitely naturally progressed in a way that um, has felt appropriate. So can you tell us about your educational background and what made you want to transfer to Michigan State? Yeah, so I um, graduated from St. Mary Catholic Central High School in Monroe, Michigan. I went there all four years, and then immediately after, it had always been the plan. My dad is a professor at um, Monroe County Community College, so it had always been the plan for me to go to community college. When I was younger, it used to make me so mad. My parents let me know that I was going to be going to Monroe County Community College, and I was so sad. I was in sixth grade, and I was like, no, I'm going to go away at college and I'm going to do it this way. So I would let them know that I was not going to community college. They were like, yeah, that's what you think. (laughs) Like, yes, you are. And I absolutely loved Monroe County Community College. It was perfect. I mean, especially with the way that um, the pandemic kind of happened right when we graduated. um, I everyone was at home. So it was perfect. Um, I really enjoyed going to community. It was actually perfect for me in the business because I was able to uh, go to school and grow Presley Made It at the same time. I just got a general associates from community and then I transferred this uh, this past summer as a junior and I'm going into advertising management here at Michigan State and I am set on track to graduate in the spring of 24. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about your involvement here at MSU? Are you involved in any student organizations? Yes, I actually uh, just recently have kind of thrown myself into that entire world. The first semester, I was definitely very focused on just getting myself grounded here and kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. Um, I was pretty bogged down with classes. I chose advertising management um, because it was the perfect mix between art and business. And I didn't want to get a fine arts degree and I didn't want to get a business degree. So advertising was perfect. Um, And I had my whole slew of advertising classes. But then this uh, just this semester, I actually uh, started last week on my first job with 42.7, which is the student advertising agency here at MSU. I just finished my first week and (laughs) really liked it. Um, I I'm really enjoying getting to know different people. That's the one thing that I really wanted to do when I got up to MSU was expand. I think that's what everyone wants to do when they go to college is expand their group of people because you've known the same people for so long. And especially for me, I've had the same group of friends. I've been lucky enough to have the same group of friends since I was like five years old, basically. And I've always been with those girls and guys. Um, So this opportunity at MSU to really get to know people in my classes and make friends, but then also this new job at the advertising agency is really exciting because I am able to introduce myself to a whole new group of people. So when talking about Presley Made It, what's your specialty? What do you sell the most of? I definitely sell the most memorial portraits. So that is the one thing that I definitely love the most about my job is seeing how much the work means to people because to me it's always come very naturally as far as like the creative side of it I've like I I mean even when you ask me like I'm self-taught because it has just always felt so natural I never felt like I had to get into anything Um, I'm obviously always trying to improve but 
I so I do a lot of memorial portraits. So basically, I can take pictures that were taken yesterday and a picture that was taken 20 years ago of a deceased relative or a deceased friend and combine them so that uh, I can paint them together so that it looks like the deceased person was with them on that special day. One that I get a lot is for special occasions like weddings or birthdays, I'll do combined photos. I actually just did one for a mother. Um, Her daughter is turning five years old and her father passed away when she was about two years old so for her daughter's fifth birthday she got her a portrait of her and her dad of a picture of her now at five and her dad um when he was here with them so those obviously they mean the most to me because they mean the most to the people who order them and being able to bring that to life for people has actually it it gives me a lot of purpose which I really, I really like. Yeah, and I know a lot of times I've seen you get reaction videos of people opening up and receiving your art as a gift. And how does it make you feel to see people so moved by something you've created? That is definitely, I mean, it would be meaningless without it. For real, that is what makes me want to keep doing it because there, trust me, (laughs) there are definitely times where I, so my studio is in my basement at my house up here in East Lansing. And there are weeks where, like, during Christmas, I was in the basement for 50 hours for, like, two or three weeks straight, and it was never-ending. And (laughs) there are definitely times when I get sick of it, and I think, like, you know what? I would do anything else right now, but then getting those videos is the best. It, It puts all of the purpose behind it and actually makes me feel like what I'm doing means something and has some sort of purpose. So I know you made a custom jacket for Mel Tucker. Can you tell us about that? I did, yeah. Um, That was really cool. The whole, like, getting that jacket for Coach Tucker was super, like, almost an out-of-body experience. It was something that, like, going up to Michigan State, I've I've been super lucky to have people around me all the time that are just cheering me on. Like, my parents have always been super supportive of my art and everyone um like my my friends parents and like family members were saying like oh you should try to get involved with people up at Michigan State like the coaches or the president or uh like the the players on the team and I was like yeah we'll see what happens (laughs) like I'm not gonna promise anything because everyone's super busy you know coach Tucker has his entire schedule to worry about um but I was posting about jackets that I was making when I first came up here because I did a little pop-up shop with a girl who graduated two years ago she sells and resells vintage so she was doing a pop-up shop and I was lucky enough to be able to host it with her and I sold MSU like just painted jean jackets. So kind of circling back around to what I started in with like the tailgate where I spent the entire month kind of working on these jackets and I had the idea to do the iconic picture of Coach Tucker with the cigar in his mouth. And I was like, that needs to be on one. Like I'll take I'll take out the extra time. I'll sell it for a little bit more and I'll see what I can do and see if anyone wants it because when it comes to stuff like that I try to think of things I think are cool because especially coming out with an entire line of MSU stuff so I started posting about it and Coach Tucker actually it was a Tuesday afternoon I remember because I came home from class and was like starving and I was just running around the house and I checked my Instagram and I saw that I had a DM from Coach Mel Tucker and I was like 
um, is this correct? Like, I, I didn't even know what to do. And I checked and I, like, screamed to all of my roommates. I was like, um, guys? And they, everyone was freaking out. I was like, yeah, so this just happened. And he basically, he slid up and he was, he told me that he loves my work and he wanted to know how he could get a jacket made by me. And so immediately I started messaging him back and I was able to coordinate with his assistant and they got the jacket and I had Coach Tucker's jacket at my house and we agreed on a design and I did the SD4L with the Bulldog logo on the back and I have yet to get a picture of him in it but I am looking forward to when I do because it was it was just so much fun I mean he's a really big deal around here so getting to do that was definitely something that fell out of reach but once I was able to have that opportunity it was it was very cool yeah that is so cool that's such a great opportunity but talking about your pop-up shop what was that like and do you have any plans for maybe another one it was really fun. There was it was the it was the perfect learning experience. I had never done one before. Uh, like I said, the only other shop that I had ever done was like the the street art fair when I was like thirteen years old. So doing the pop up shop was a great learning experience. I was able to. I took like that first month of or I'm sorry, the the last half of August and the first half of September to devote entirely to that and kind of build up this product to sell on that day. And we had an amazing turnout. It was with Courtney Ellen. Um, She does, she runs uh, a thrifting account. So she buys and resells and she had a bunch of product and I was able to do about 15 jackets. And I really want to do one next year. I want to host at my house and do it that way because I think that having those, I think that students obviously love repping their school. So finding a way to mix in like fun designs that you never see, getting one of a kind pieces, people love. I'm definitely going to make the jackets cheaper next year. That was one of the, like I said, learning experience. I've, this, this year has been full of them and that's the other thing about doing the Presley made a deal by myself is I make plenty of mistakes. I make a new mistake every single day. So I'm able to learn from them. And I think I went a little bit too heavy on the pricing this year. So I want to make that. The truth is, is that I want to make quality stuff and I want to make sure that I'm receiving the correct amount of money for it in the same hand. Um, these are college students and they just want to have fun jackets to wear to tailgates. And I think that I need to make them a little bit cheaper so that this is more accessible for everyone and people can make that happen. Yeah. So you you are still taking orders while you're away at college, correct? I am. Yes. My Like I said, my roommates were lucky or they have blessed me with the opportunity to be able to take up like half of our basement and make it my studio. So that's kind of like the running joke in our house is that like Presley's in the basement. <laughs> like I'm always coming up for like five minutes and like getting a glass of water, going to the bathroom and then heading back down in the basement. But yes, I am taking orders while here in East Lansing. Uh, so I can't imagine how busy you would be with your own business and your class schedule and everything. So how many orders do you typically take at a time? And can you tell us a little about what you're working on right now? Yeah, I so I just recently... um kind of recently. In September or October, I believe, is when I launched the website. 
So the website was definitely essential to making Presley made it, air quotes, <laughs> accessible for everyone. Because the truth is, is that as much as like all of the people that I'm going to meet in college are using Instagram, not everyone on the internet is using Instagram. So I definitely needed a way to make ordering more accessible and easy for people. So I set that up and I take, usually my orders are always open. I cannot tell you the last time I said no other than Christmas. And I usually don't say no. I would just have to raise the price a little bit because if I'm going to stay up an extra, you know, six hours and get this done, I need to make sure that I'm making the correct amount of money for it. But I'm always taking orders. I'm never saying no. And right now I have about seven orders and I feel like I've found a really good balance with it. I used to, when I was living at home, I used to dread sitting down to paint because I knew that I was going to be sitting down for like five hours minimum. I knew that it was going to be a big chunk of my day. But now, especially with classes, I've definitely learned to be more flexible. So if I can steal an extra hour and a half, I will sit down and I'll paint. Right now I'm working on, I actually just finished up some Valentine's Day orders. So I, last year I didn't have any Valentine's Day orders. And this year I ran a couple of ads for a special on eight by eight canvases. And I got like three or four so I am have to finish one up tomorrow, and then I'm going to be sending those out on Sunday. Yeah, so you also have a YouTube channel where you document your life and your business. How did you decide to start that? I do. It's it's kind of funny just because YouTube, so YouTube was something that I started. Like I said, I've always been obsessed. I think it's definitely our generation. Like growing up with YouTube there. I was always watching videos. I mean, if we weren't like watching cartoons after school, I was watching YouTube videos and I am obsessed with editing. I love video editing. Like I can sit down for hours on end and edit videos. It's not something that I do super often just because it's not my job. So video editing is something that I kind of claim as like my hobby because I don't make any money off of it. I don't It's not for school, like it's not for a project or for a class. It's purely just something that I really enjoy. So I got a camera and the camera was definitely essential for taking photos of my art and uh, posting on Instagram and online. But I figured that the YouTube channel would be basically like my own diary one day because I think that like documenting these years while I'm living with my friends and my first time living out of the house by myself I think that rather than use YouTube as like a way to get famous or to make money, it's literally just like a diary that everyone else can see. And I've really enjoyed it, like you said, for personal reasons, but then also for business reasons. I love making um, videos talking about the murals that I've done before. Yeah, so I know one of the murals you have done was at a training facility in Monroe, and you said it took you 33 and a half hours to complete. And you did all of that painting within three days. What was that process like? And how do you keep up the stamina to do that? Yes, I did. It was, I've worked with Level Up a couple of different times. The owners are fantastic people to work with. They've always been super supportive of the visions that I have for their facility. The wall was actually like, I think 12 or 15 up, like started 12 or 15 above ground, 12 or 15 feet above ground. 
and I did it was I think it was a I think it was 20 by 45 or 20 by 50 feet uh, tall and wide so it was definitely a hefty wall but I had put together a digital mock-up of it and transferred everything I swear 10 of those hours was me moving the ladder and the scaffolding <laughs> like figuring out how to do that for the first time was pretty insane but honestly the time flies by on a big project like that especially after prepping it for so long I mean once I sit there and do the digital outline and then I go to the store buy all the materials and just waiting for those couple days for the project to start once I can get into that mode it is so easy for me to work all day I think I put in um yeah like you said it was about like three 10 to 11 hour days and it's just easy for me because I love it. It's it, a big wall like that is so exciting too. like seeing that at first it's daunting. And then once I got my grid up and outlined everything, it was just going back and putting the finishing touches on everything. And then seeing I loved watching everyone. They had workers in and out. So watching everyone like see it come together and come to life was the best part. So when you have work days like that, do you ever deal with burnout and how do you handle that? That's a really good question. I don't really get burned out. And I think it's because I I see the purpose behind it. I love, I, I it sounds psychotic. I love long days. Like I love having that purpose and having that goal to get a specific amount of work done. I find so much reward in that. So I I don't feel like I get burned out. And another part of that is the the artist lifestyle, I guess I could say. I mean, murals are definitely more active. I'm up and down the ladder and I'm running back and forth trying to get more paint and whatever. But usually when I'm sitting down in the studio and working, if it's a long day, I don't get much movement. So I, I just use... I love using the morning to kind of set my day. I'm I'm an early girl. I wake up at five and I like to get in like a workout so that I move my body, clear my head and just like set myself up for the rest of the day. I don't know why I don't get burnt out uh, as far as like painting and everything goes. I just I'm very addicted to the grind. I'm very addicted to the waking up and pushing through. If I have a goal, that's the other thing is when a client is depending on me to get something done by a certain date, I give myself no no ands, no ifs or buts or about it. It has to get done. Yeah, and talking about how you like to get a workout in, you seem to be big into fitness. So how does that play a role in your ability to manage your business? I do. I I love fitness. I definitely, I love setting new goals for myself as far as all of that goes. I ran the Detroit Free Press Marathon this past October, and that was an amazing goal uh, to set and to achieve. I'm actually lucky enough to get three of my friends to run the half marathon this upcoming October with me, which will be very fun. I think that uh, there's a fine there's a balance I would say or there's a common theme between the 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 outlook that I have on fitness and running my business as far as just doing it and getting it done um there are plenty of mornings when I wake up and I do not want to go to the gym but it's literally it's really all just a matter of discipline I 
I have definitely, I've been lucky enough uh, to have parents who have taught me discipline. And I was involved in Taekwondo when I was younger. And that's a really big pillar in martial arts is learning discipline and learning work ethic. And my work ethic is what has saved me in every aspect of my life as far as fitness goes, whether it's running, CrossFit, sports, whatever it is, and running the business, just knowing that I have responsibilities and I have to deliver on them. And pushing yourself in the gym correlates over pretty well to pushing yourself as far as like owning my own business. What are your upcoming plans and career goals after graduating from MSU? I wish that I could give you a clear answer on that one. I also work for Celsius right now, which has been so much fun already. I've only had like two or three events, but it's amazing. I'm a student marketing ambassador for them. So me and my counterpart go around campus and we have events and we product drop to different clubs and student organizations. I would love to try to get a job with Celsius after graduation. I think that that would be really fun. The I've really I've tried really hard to push myself as hard as I possibly can in my first year of being 20. I've tried to expose myself to as much as I can to see how much I can handle and how much I can withhold um, for the decades to come. So the the only bad thing about that with learning how much I can handle is that I've learned that I'm passionate about a lot of different things. So I don't have a clear idea of exactly what I want to do after graduation. I always thought that I would be this like vagabond artist who works for herself and goes and lives in a van and <laughs> paints on walls around the world. But the truth is, is that since I've been here, I've been exposed to a lot of the corporate side of advertising that I've actually fallen in love with and that I find to be super enticing. I think that I would love the advertising industry and the corporate side of everything. So talking about Presley Made It, many people will start unsuccessful businesses, but you've been successful at such a young age. So what is your secret to success? Well, thank you. Um, (laughs) I don't there really isn't a secret. Like I said, I've been I've been saved by my work ethic. That is something that I hold very uh, dear to myself. I I'm that's super important to me. I think that working hard is the thing that will carry you throughout life because I've I'm not like the most talented person in the room. There are plenty of faster runners than me, people who can lift more. There are plenty of people who are talented painters who have painted way longer than I have. But I have found that the truth is, is that if I have the best, the strongest, the hardest work ethic in the room, I know that I will be able to deliver. So staying disciplined will give you, I mean, I'm going to use a Jocko quote, but discipline truly does equal freedom. And I think that staying disciplined and working hard has led me to all of the opportunities that I have been exposed to. And what is your favorite thing that you've ever created? I'll have to think about that. I think that my my favorite thing that I've ever created, I swear every single time I do a new piece, I because I 
because I do practice, I'm I'm constantly painting. So I'm constantly practicing, constantly putting in the reps, I guess you could say, for painting. Um, so every new thing that I create is my new favorite thing because it's new and <laughs> I've never seen it before. But I actually have... Um, a portrait of Frank Sinatra that I did when I like first got my paints in like the eighth grade. It was something where I looked up like Frank. I <laughs> I don't think I could even tell you anything about Frank Sinatra when I did it, but I knew that he existed and I knew that he was cool and that he had this cool music. So I was like, I'm going to do a portrait of Frank Sinatra. So I did it and I saved it in the portfolio that I had, like literally just like a manila folder. And then like four years later in my junior year of high school I did another portrait of Frank Sinatra and it somehow ended up being the same reference picture and I didn't do it on purpose so I have two portraits of Frank Sinatra one when I was like must have been 12 years old and then one when I'm like 16 or 17 years old and putting those next to each other and seeing the difference is super cool because it's like anything. I mean, when you're doing something day to day to day, you don't see the benefit or you don't see the changes. But then if you look at pictures where it's like four to five years difference and you can see all the progress that you've made, I think that that is m- my favorite thing that I've made strictly because you can you can tell that I've put in the reps. <laughs> so how can our listeners order something from you? Where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram at Presley Made It, P-R-E-S-L-E-Y-M-A-D-E-I-T. Um, and I have a TikTok, which is also Presley Made It. And then I have my website that I use through Shopify that is www.presleymadeit.com. All right. Well, thank you, Presley, for joining us today and good luck with your future endeavors. Thank you so much, Claire. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whitting, and program director, McKenna Louds. See you next time on The Undercurrent. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you are interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you are interested in what's going on, you can tune back in at 1030 every other Sunday, and we will see you back here. You've been listening to The Undercurrent.